looky here. We're back for another episode. It's Friends Till the End. Your one-stop shop for all things Friends. It's your long-lost friends, Michael and Elizabeth. <laughs> back to talk more Friends. Alright, Lizzie, Lizzie, love, love, how you doing? I am wonderful. Michael, yeah. how are you? I'm, I'm doing alright. I'm a wee bit choked up with the lurgy, but apart from that... I'm sorry, what? The lurgy. The lurgy? Yeah. I only assume that's like some sort of it's a cold uh, just a wee bit wee bit wee bit under the weather oh i'm I gonna drop like you're emotional no not at all okay never never bring emotion into this of course not i'm gonna be dropping another british lingo letter so don't be annoyed i hope i can decipher it okay cool um yeah we've just finished watching season three episode 17 the one without the ski trip it was a great one. Or as it says in my notes, the one without the sky trip. Because I'm an idiot. Drunk already. Keep watching the skis. Yeah. Good episode. You enjoy that one? I really did. We're friendless for this episode. We kicked the rest of the gang out after our lively discussions from the last two episodes. But we kind of signed off last time with you eager to know how this this breakup was going to affect the rest of the gang and this episode is very much about how the breakup has affected the rest of the gang absolutely and i imagine that they might take this for a while i don't think that they're going to get back together if they do get back together i don't think it will be soon no mm, i mean i don't know but no my prediction is no and so i think they're going to show kind of the ripple effect that breakups have within a friendship group for a while. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And based on how this episode went, is that a, a good direction? Are you looking forward to that direction? Or... Um, yeah, I think it could get tiresome if it's not done right. But mm. I am looking forward to it because I kind of like that the other friends are getting more screen time. Like, this episode is ripe with comedy and really good lines from everyone and it wasn't focused around Ross. It was I, I mean, it was focused around Ross and Rachel and Monica and whatever, but it wasn't... It was certainly ripe with all of those things. <laughs> it's ripe, dear. What did I say? It's ripe with all these things. What did I say? You said ripe with all these things. <laughs> and it's... it's do you, did you know that? Is this something you've been getting wrong your whole life? <laughs> me is just shattering okay it's rife i guess my entire life i've said ripe oh no do you think anyone else noticed absolutely oh no no it's one said anything noticeable. until now <laughs> oh god i'm so embarrassed oh uh, what a revelation oh god take the attention off me for a what, while what were we talking about again friends yes it was a a ripened episode <laughs> So anyway, before we get into discussing the meat and potatoes of the whole episode, would you like a return of your favorite segment and nobody else's favorite segment, Ask Elizabeth? Absolutely. Yeah? It's all about you. Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Very good. You're not harmonizing with me very well. I'm, I'm sick. Psh. Whatever. You'll be okay. Fine. So, this this one comes from our old friend Greg. Greggles. Greggles. 
who is now on Twitter as at WSBH underscore narrator. Underscore? Understroke. Or underscore. Okay. It's one or the t'other. T'other? One or t'other. Damn it, you're right. You're throwing all that British slang in here. <laughs> okay, so his question is kind of a complex one, actually. Have you ever been in a relationship... And another girl was in the picture in the same way Mark is in the picture with Rachel and Ross. And if not, how would you handle it being in Ross's shoes? So were you dating another guy, but there was another girl that you were jealous of, basically? Like a work colleague that you were like... If you were with a guy and they had a female buddy that you were like, hmm, not sure I like this. And if not... How do you think you would handle being in Ross's shoes if you have... Mark, just put yourself in Twilight, basically. (laughs) I have been in a situation where it was a very close friend, but not a work colleague. Right. Does that apply? Yeah, it's the same thing, yeah. Okay, then yes. And I guess I pulled a little bit of Ross on it. I I was jealous, not to the point of showing up and kind of like peeing all over everything to mark my territory. You didn't hire a barbershop quartet? Did not do that, no. But I would think about it a lot. It kind of like took up a lot of my time, and I I would feel jealous a lot. I'd probably accuse more when there wasn't anything to be accusatory of, and yeah. Mm. But as we know, I think that the way he acted was extremely over the top and ridiculous. When she which has is, never given him a reason to be. Which is very out of character for Ross to <laughs> act over the top and ridiculous. It's true, she has never given her a reason. No, and it's an insult to her. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, I think it was in my younger days I was more jealous. Now that I am a mature, a mature adult, ripe with information, mm-hmm. I, uh... I feel like I've, I've gotten better at that. Good. We've all grown up so much. So much. Okay, so into the episode. The one without the sky trip. Uh, ski trip. Indeed. First showing, the 6th of March, 1997. But the question, as always, how many viewers, how many people watched it on March 6th, 1997? How Who many? all huddled around their television screens? How many was it last time? It was like 28.3, I believe. I believe you go first this time. Oh, you do, do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I went last last time, didn't I? All right, I'll go with 27.6. I'm going to go 28.6. 28.6. Here we go. 25.8. No! Yeah! What? They lost... Three million. That's crazy. You'd think you'd want to know what is going on. For three million people, the show ended when Ross and Rachel broke up. They were like, oh, nope, wow. forget it, not interested. Why are they fixated on them as a couple? Am I the only human that doesn't really like them together? Uh, at the time, yeah. Okay. I mean, now, as we've discussed. Just Ross. I just can't get behind him. I mean, Well, some... you got behind him a little bit yes, last episode. Yes, when our friend Mora was there to show me the goodness in him. Yeah. I got behind him, but... Well, there's no more here now, so gloves are off. Let's give the bastard a good kick in. The episode opens with Ross being a right asshole. No, I'm just kidding. He's fine. So the episode opens. Joey and Chandler are hanging out in Central Park. Phoebe and Monica are stressed out because they're meeting Ross there, and they're meeting Rachel there. 
and they can't be in the same room together. Yeah, they're trying to coordinate so Rachel and Ross never have to actually be in the same room to mm-hmm. avoid the awkward confrontation that might ensue. A callback to... Another time in Friends that I definitely remember. Yes, the one with the two parties when Rachel's parents couldn't ah. be in the same room together. Rachel has become both her parents. Oh, don't we all be right? I guess so, mm. yes. I guess the prophe- prophecy is true. Yeah, so they can't be in the same room together. Chandler is... This is this is triggering for Chandler, I think it's fair to say. Like, it's it's reminding of his, of his parents' messy breakup, and he doesn't like it. Yeah, and you see that throughout the episode, how he reacts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They set it up here. This is a long intro. And they kind of raise the point that we... They kind of raise the point, well, why is Ross mad at Rachel? And they're like, well, Ross should have forgiven her by now because they were on a break. And then you get this little bit where Phoebe's like, that's so unreasonable. Although I do see his point, which kind of calls us back to what we were talking about with the gang last episode, where it was like, we can kind of see both sides of it. Yeah. So they're using that quite effectively. I've been thinking about it as we watch this episode. Really my point of view, in case you asked me this question, or if any Ask Elizabeth questions came of this. And I think it would make a difference if this had happened, if he had slept with someone else further within their break. I think that she would be more forgiving if it had happened, you know, a month into them still being in a break as opposed to the first day. But there wouldn't have been a break because, like, the next morning she wanted to call off the break. Oh, that's true. So, like, if he had just been able to keep it in his pants for, like, the six hours that they were broken up, it's very vulnerable, you know? Like, But Mm -hmm. but I think, say, their break went a full month. If he had done it after, you know, weeks and weeks have gone by, it would have been a little bit different. Like, of course we're on a break. We've had a month-long break. They, he's only human. You know, what's he meant to do? He can't masturbate into a tube sock for oh, all his gosh. life. That visual. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. So Rachel then arrives while they're kind of debating this. And Monica and Phoebe are desperately trying to get her out before Ross turns up. They're like, go, let's go. And she's like, I want coffee. So they try and give her just like a random coffee. And it doesn't seem to work. And then she turns around and Ross is right there. And then Phoebe does a little bit of ventriloquism. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm sorry, Rachel. Oh, what's that, Ross? You want to get back together? Okay, yeah, let's do it. Hooray! Mm-hmm. And Phoebe's like, anyone else hear that? And <laughs> hit the music. Here we go. Long intro. Watching the opener again, some more good stuff. You see Chandler hitting Monica's fake boobs as he turns around. You see the head <laughs> getting ripped off the teddy bear. I've been thinking about Chandler in that fountain quite a lot. What? Yeah, because he's in there and he's like spitting the water out of his mouth. Yeah. That water is nasty, man. Yeah. They're frolicking around in there. They're having a good old time. You know people have feet in that. People are wearing their shoes in that fountain. That's what you're concerned about? Instead of like pee? Well, it's not a real fountain. No, I'm talking... No, look. It's a construct. It's not a real fountain. And it's on like a back lot in a studio in LA. Yeah. but, But like there's five other people in that... Yeah, but I mean, splashing the, around. But they probably just filled it up to to film this, so the water's probably not that dirty yet. So the episode opens in the bachelor pad, as I'm calling it now. Oh boy, Chandler and Joey's place. Cause that's what they are. A couple of swinging bachelors. A couple of lads. A couple of lads, just ladding it up. They have Phoebe and. 
what's her name Monica around as well and then Rachel arrives and Rachel has tickets to a Calvin Klein lingerie fashion show and she wants to bring the whole gang along every man's dream yeah Calvin Klein lingerie does Calvin show? Klein even do lingerie of course like does you they... know the Calvin Klein like on you oh, see mostly right. see the men yeah and they're like little briefs it's true or whatever would that be something that you would be interested in going to no no not bothered <laughs> not even slightly I'd rather sit through a football game yeah no it, it doesn't sound all that great this does uh, it does pique Joey's interest well, a little bit of course bit. but oh no they've already got plans with Ross in an evening that sounds quite quite lame yeah they have plans to all hang out and see his new home theater yeah and which could be done at any time exactly that could be done at any time and their argument is well Ross asked us first and yep. we said yes so we should we should go to it which fair enough but also you couldn't say hey this opportunity is only for one night could right. we come tomorrow or right. you know the next day right exactly but maybe it would hurt his feelings if he was like well what is this why can't can I come to it and they're like oh it's something Rachel has asked us to go to they're probably trying to spare his feelings but it's like they are but like also a he's a big theater, boy. he's gonna have that forever right. like they'll see it and it sounds rubbish I'm surprised you'd say that for someone who loves movies. Yeah, like, like 1990s home theater. I mean, how good are we talking? We're talking a TV that's probably the size of like a laptop screen now, <laughs> and like some piddly little speakers that are, you probably get better speakers on your phone now. No, I feel like it'd actually be a huge TV that's like really thick and heavy and mm-hmm. takes up a lot of space. So you can't even move it. Not a flat screen, like a thick one, you know. Ross just needs to give up. People didn't want to come around when he had a fucking monkey. So what, what good is a nice TV going to do? It's like, just, just give up, Ross. Yeah. What's his name? Pascal? Marcel. Marcel. How dare you? How dare you? But dude, it? Pascal would be a great name for a monkey. Uh, I think Marcel's better. Hashtag Pascal forever. You don't know how hashtags work, Elizabeth. We've been through this. I hear people say hashtag and then something, so that's what I just did. Hmm. Hashtag Pascal for the number ever or ever oh god what what are you hoping to achieve with this hashtag i don't know i don't go on twitter but maybe maybe someone will tweet our page and and show okay so moving on chandler and i'll remind you that i'm using british slang this episode chandler's back on the fags he is smoking cigarettes yes Mm -hmm. i got that one good uh yep he says that when his parents divorced, he started smoking at the tender age of nine, and now he's he's back on it. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of sad. He actually mentions the fact that he uses humor as a defense mechanism in this episode well, in order to cope with his parents' divorce. Just as Roger called all the way back in episode season one or two or whatever it was. He was the best psychologist he, ever. He was ostracized from the group and all he did was tell it like it is. Yeah. They owe bloody Fisher Stevens an apology. They really do. They should call him. I miss Roger. Let's call him. Okay, we'll give him a call. And so, yeah, it's it's kind of, I don't know. Can you you laugh a- at Chandler because he's the comedic relief, but at the same time, it's just laced in sadness based on what he's been through. Tears of a clown. Yes. Tears of a clown. So anywho, Rachel then comes back with a counter offer after she's uh, fashion weeks a no-go. She's got her sister on the phone. Sister's offering her ski cabin for the weekend. 
She's asking first. The friends are down. They're like, yeah, let's do this shit. Let's go, let's go skiing. Let's ski up. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we then cut to the return of our least favorite character. It's Sad Sack Ross. Ross. Sad Sack oh, Ross. Sad Sack Ross, okay. The worst incarnation. He is the worst. He's like, he begins his party having his friends around with like a, a little speech about how hard things have been. He's like, thanks for being here, guys. I'm having a hard time right now. I mean, that's okay. I mean, they get it, but I mean, I, I, might, I might do the same thing. If my friends were coming around, I'd probably be like, I really appreciate you being here. You know, obviously know I'm struggling, so thank you. I'd be like, don't mention it. And he'd be like, no. And I'd be like, seriously, don't mention it. <laughs> we're here. Let's just get on with it. Let me see your fucking home theater. He then invites them to a laser disc marathon. Oof, laser disc. Isn't that what they're doing already? Like he's like, oh, come around, we'll watch a bunch of laser discs. I, I kind of thought they just wanted to go look at it, and then later they were gonna actually. No. Watch it. Based on them, him saying, let's have a laser disc, or maybe it was a marathon. So maybe they would watch one or something or a show. And then later on they do, like, you know, Trilogy or whatever. Let's watch Star Wars. What is Laserdisc? Isn't it, like, before DVDs? Before v- VHSs? I think it was the same. I think it was at the same time. It was VHSs? No, I think it was at the same time as DVDs. No. I think it was. DVDs it was like, didn't come out in the 90s. Late 90s. Really? Yeah. I don't remember Laserdisc. We just had VHSs. Yeah, there's, like, whenever you get these new technologies, there's always, like couple of conflicting brands and then one kind of edge is ahead of dominance like when vcrs first came out there was a betamax as well oh wow okay and uh vhs became the the dominant one do you know why it became the dominant one you know why videotape beat out betamax no a particular industry invested in it which um led to it edging ahead and being more successful was the porn industry oh the well, porn industry invested in videotape, so videotape kind of flourished. Ah, uh, yes. And that, I don't know if that was the same case with DVDs. Well, let's be honest. Laserdisc. There's a lot of people that watch porn, so it makes sense. There was some, it was a smart investment on their part. Thank you for being so honest. You're very welcome. I'm just, I'm just really um, ripe with honesty. Mm-hmm. So he offers up uh, darts and laser disc for the weekend. The gang already have plans. They say they're going skiing. Now, Rachel kind of took these setbacks in her stride, and she was like, "All right, cool. Can't go to the fashion show. No bother." Ross is more. He doesn't take it as well. No, she's more mature than he is. Before they go on their little ski trip, he's going to take them on a trip of their own. It's a guilt trip, Elizabeth. Oh, Michael. As he's like, oh, it's okay. I guess I guess I'll be fine all on my own. Just like it's the first weekend, mate. You're like her. you're like thirty. You can be in the house. Realistically, on your own. it's more like thirty-eight. Like you'll be fine. You'll you'll survive. You have a son. You've got an awesome home entertainment system. And a child. Spend some time with them for mm-hmm. fuck's sake, yeah. Ross. Mm-hmm. God, I'm furious right now. Yeah. Fuck that guy. So anyway, the gang head off on their ski trip. They're driving up in Phoebe's taxi. Everyone feels guilty. Chandler needs a cigarette, so they pull over into a rest stop. You get that nice little callback to those other times you've ridden in the taxi where everyone goes flying forward and hits their head off the glass, but mm. the guys are prepared because they've ridden in it before, but Monica goes flying forward. I remembered that. I remembered it. Mm-hmm. Proud of me. 
Then everyone gets out of the car and Rachel locks, closes the, the cab door with the engine running and the door locks behind it. A call back to another episode, Thanksgiving episode, where they get locked out of the apartment. So maybe it was Rachel's fault back then. Ooh, mm. could be. There's just callbacks plenty in this mm-hmm. episode. I don't think they meant all of these. But anyway, yep, they're locked out. They're, they're, they're in a pickle. So Joey... Uh, says he can pop open the taxi door, but he needs he needs like a hook or a coat hanger. So he asks the girls for their bras, so that he can hook open the the lock. The underwire. The underwire. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. Um, so that leads to a debate on who has the biggest boobs, because the biggest boobs has the biggest bra, and the biggest bra is uh, what he needs for the hook. It's kind of a good idea. It's very resourceful. Yeah, Joey, he's got he's got street smarts. Mm-hmm. Street smarts. Well, I think the way they went about it was a little off because I could tell you who has the biggest boobs. We all look. You, you seem adamant. Phoebe has the biggest. You think Phoebe has the biggest? And then Rachel, and then Monica. Yeah, I suppose so. Mm-hmm. Don't know. So you they debate it. it. It's funny that they're arguing over who because they don't. None of them want to give up their bras, so they argue over who had. Like they're all trying to deny having the biggest. Yeah. It's, it's very funny. It was hilarious. So Joey pops open the door. They get in the taxi. They're about to ride off. The taxi breaks down. They're out of gas. They're out of petrol. Mm-hmm. If you allow me another British phrase. Yeah, because the car's been running that whole time. Mm-hmm. Elsewhere, Ross crashes a romantic date night for Carol 2.0 and Susan. Susan's not there, thankfully. She's coming back from Mexico. We've had enough tension in this episode without Ross arguing with another feisty female. All right. Who hates him. And she has planned a very romantic and beautiful dinner mm-hmm. waiting for Susan. Susan. And he won't leave. No, She's he like, won't. it's a special night and like, I want to talk to you about this breakup, but now's not the right time. How about tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Like, she's very nice. And he's like, that'd be great. And then he just sits down and starts telling his story. Now, she says it's an anniversary. And he's like, oh, well, I, you guys got married in January. What is this an anniversary of? And she's like, it's just an anniversary or whatever she says. And I'm wondering if she is implying the first time they had sex? Yeah, I think so. Or dating? I think, or... well, that would make more sense, but I think the emphasis that they put on it, where he's sort of like, oh. Who who remembers that? So Phoebe calls to try and get a tow truck, but they don't know where they are. So they're not going to send one. They want to call Ross. Rachel refuses. She's like, no, no Ross. We don't need him. Joey and Chandler went for help, but they come back with Joey carrying Chandler because he's out of breath. Because <laughs> of the cigarettes. I mean, he's... Fucking chain smoking. I know, but even if you're a chain smoker, you can walk, like, down a road. It's just probably the emphasis on he quit for so long, and now he's back at it, Mm. and it's really impacting his health. We cut back to Carol 2.0's house. Ross is still chatting away. He gets a page. He calls Phoebe. Ross is being all smug about it, being like, oh, so now you need my help. Well, I'm having too much fun. And Carol, like, kicks him out, basically. Yeah. And in the process of doing that, Carol Carol kind of reveals that Ross has basically lied to her, where she's like, I'm sorry that Rachel fell in love with this Mark guy and broke her heart and you're the innocent one. 
And then, like, she gets on the phone with Phoebe, and Phoebe's like, oh, that's not what happened. And she's like, oh, you slept with someone else, you dick. Oh, my gosh, wait a minute. I didn't realize that Ross had lied to her about it. I just thought that she assumed that. No, <gasps> he had been telling his story. Oh, yep, 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 you're right. From his perspective. Oh, okay, yes. Mm-hmm. And realized they had gotten that far. Yeah. And so I kind of just assumed that she assumed that it was no. Rachel's fault. Oh, wow, okay, okay. Oh, man. So Phoebe spills the beans on how it really went down. And Carol Supono is like, you slept with someone else? And then, of course, he comes back with, we were on a break. Yeah, we're going to be hearing that a lot. Mm-hmm. We cut back to the gang at this snowy rest stop. Joey is trying to be proactive by writing a SOS message out of sticks. He spelled out the word play. He's gotten a little confused. Was that a callback to my favorite line in Friends so far? No. You don't think? I don't think so. Because that was a plus. Oh, it's true. But God, it's close. It's so close. Phoebe, do you have a plan? I don't even have a plus. It's great. <laughs> so and if you would like to know what Elizabeth is talking to, I'd refer you back to season one, episode four, the one with George Stephanopoulos, which still contains Elizabeth's favorite moment. I love Phoebe. Ross shows up in Carol's car. Rachel gets mad. Ross kind of gloats. He's like, well, I'm here to save you. He brings gas. He fills up the tank. Phoebe thinks that Ross should come with them. Everyone else is like, I don't know. And Rachel's just like, are you serious? No, he can't fucking come skiing with us. Of course he can't. No, one, he doesn't have all of his gear. Clearly. I mean, you can rent that stuff. And two, well, he might not have like proper well joey has his outerwear as we have established but but two this is kind of it's kind of sad this is where you see chandler really trying to alleviate the tension like he must have done when he was a kid like everyone's arguing and all of a sudden you just see chandler like doing some dance like you know mimicking someone in a movie and they're like hey hey guys guess who this is guess who i'm doing it's Mm -hmm. like so sad because he's just like on his own and doing this and i just really felt for him yeah, Chandler freaks out while everyone's arguing. Phoebe kind of becomes the voice of reason. And she's like, you guys don't have to like each other, but you need to be able to be in the same room with each other, otherwise we're not going to be allowed... Otherwise we're just not going to be able to be friends anymore. Right, and neither Rachel or Ross want that. Right, so they agree to make an effort, basically, going forward. Yeah, to be civil. Mm-hmm. Ross finally does the right thing, where he's like, no, you guys should go... like." sort of turning off the sad sack guilt trip part of it and just being like no you guys can go it's fine i need to take the car back i'm spending tomorrow with my son it's okay and at which point rachel is like thank you thank you for finally being a reasonable human being and the gang all go off skiing Mm -hmm. which we don't get to see and then ross gets in his car but the car won't start elizabeth no has he run out of gas no, I think as we find out in the end credits, it was a battery issue. He had to replace ah. the battery. Yeah, and this rest stop that they're at seems like very deserted. No one goes to it, apparently, other than them. Well, he knows where he is, at least. Yeah, it's true, but it's kind of sad. Yeah. And so the episode ends. He goes back to kind of drop off the keys to Carol and Susan's. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, did I wake you? Were you sleeping? And she was like, no. So obviously they were doing stuff, doing lesbian stuff. God, they've had a lot of sexual jokes regarding their relationship in this episode. Bit of innuendo. 
you know, a little... Because uh, it's the only thing that makes people laugh, apparently. Lesbian sex or lesbian jokes. It's just ridiculous. Oh, there was plenty in this episode to make you laugh. No, I know. It's getting a little tiresome on that end. Like, yes. Yes, they love each other and they're two women. Okay, we're yeah. done. We get it. They haven't trotted out too much Ugh. this season. And I guess. It's just they, they it's it frustrating. As we get closer to the 21st century, they, they ease back off it a little bit. <laughs> Hopefully. So, are you hopeful that this um, this truce that they seem to have called will carry forward into the next couple of episodes? I think maybe it'll start halfway through the next episode, but then something will happen and it won't remain. Hmm. Well, Who knows? That could be them getting together again, or Rachel sleeping with someone else, or, I mean, ooh. it could it could be anything. Maybe Mark? I don't think so. Maybe she'll throw a sympathy fuck Mark's way. No, I think he was kind of dating someone, wasn't he? You keep saying that, but it was just one girl one time. Oh. Mark's a fuck boy, Elizabeth. Is he? He's got okay. a different filly every night. Nah, I don't know. I, I'm not sure if... Okay, no, I'll say this. Because of the fact that people reference the Ross and Rachel relationship so much, yourself included, Mr. Michael. Well, it was a real Ross and Rachel relationship. Exactly. I think they'll get back together and it'll probably go on for a while. Will they? Or won't they? (laughs) Who knows? It might be that, will they or won't they? You're right. But I think it's going to happen for a long time or people wouldn't make that reference. Mm -hmm. So I imagine they'll get back together again. And if they stay together, I will be furious. Do you still have your fingers crossed for that Rachel Joey relationship? I mean, it would. I think they should just do that for fun. Like, I don't think that would last. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I can actually see Chandler and Rachel together. Oh God! What? Is Rachel just the the village bike? Everyone's gonna get a ride at some point. Well, I point. know that freaking Monica and Chandler end up together. Mm. Oh God, that shattered my world. But but then, for a moment in this episode, when Ross was showing off his home theater, whatever. And saying, oh, you guys are doing that? Oh, okay, I guess I'll just do whatever this weekend. And Phoebe was like, no, I'll stay. For a second, I was like, oh my god. Are Phoebe and Roz gonna hook up? But that would, just, that would be ludicrous, right? Ludicrous. Phoebe hates Ross. Does she? Oh. That's why I like her so much. No, she doesn't. I guess I'll have to wait and find out. Yes, indeed. So that brings to a close another chapter in this classic sitcom and our classic podcast is it too early to call our podcast a classic uh i believe so yes Uh do we have to have more than like 12 listeners to be considered a classic we might have 13 Ooh. we know greggles is listening hey greggles what up so next up the next episode we have is the one with the hypnosis tape Mm. That sounds exciting. What, what do you think that's going to be all about? Hypnosis tape. Uh, I feel Phoebe-ish a vibe there. She's into that stuff. Mm. Or, oh, maybe, uh, you know what? Maybe Chandler to try to get him to quit smoking. Oh, very good. Is that right? Well, we'll just have to wait and Ooh. see. Thank you all very much for listening. Can you wrap this up? Because my throat's really hurting. Can you do the normal um, oh, sign-off stuff? I forget. <laughs> uh, Talk about Twitter. Uh, thank you all for listening. This has been Friends Till the End. You can follow us on Twitter at FriendsPod. Website. Or on our website, friendstilltheend.podomatic.net. 
And what can they find at our website, Elizabeth? And you can find all sorts of things. You can find every single episode we've ever recorded, including gorgeous pictures of us, Michael and Elizabeth, a wonderful cartoon representation. I am the one on the right. Michael's the one on the left. If you're looking at the website. And those are sort of default facial expressions. Yes. While watching the show. Mm -hmm. Especially when I look at Ross. (laughs) Friendstillthend.podomatic.net. And we love you all. What else? How how else can they help support us? You can help support us by listening, following us on... Yeah, you did that. You can leave us a little review or rating. Leave us a little review or rating on iTunes or also word of mouth. Tell a friend. Uh, If you love friends, maybe they would love this. Personally, I've been listening to podcasts while commuting to work and I really like it. It, (laughs) You really like our podcast? No, not I haven't been listening to our podcast, but others. And it kind of makes the time go by very quick. So if you're stuck in traffic, stuck on the T, stuck at... In an elevator. In an elevator. Anywhere. Friends till the end. If you're having a lovely walk in nature and you want to drown outside and birds. No, Michael, your voice hurts. So thank you all. Michael and Elizabeth signing off. Friends till the end. Is that what you said? All right. Bye, guys.